0: a Fucking what are you? You're not gonna fucking talk to me. Huh? This is all you fucking. About- Late. Demi Lovato, Iggy and Bitch, I, been viral. I don't really care. Top three, top three, top three snipes. I took time off that got a knee. Like, I ain't doing with an African beat. I'm a competition, I'll be here tomorrow. And if I stay silent, you'll be gone tomorrow. Couple niggas in my salad bar. But I don't really care. Only competition in my city is a chick. Before the grandma, they been viral. Wave, we started When you see Oh, yeah. Guess who's back? This is your boy. This is your boy, King Nona Uncensored. I am heavily medicated right now. Nah. But who gives a shit, right? This is. King Known Uncensored, Game 3, New Music Fridays, let's go, let's get it, let's talk into this uh, straight news shit, I know that's what y'all niggas been waiting on, I know, I know, yesterday's show, I did not promote it, because I don't give a fuck about it, I was just a little bit behind, but, we got some news though, I mean, we got... The Aaron Fox winning the 2022-2023 NBA Clutch Player of the Year. I agree. I mean, dude's been clutch all season. And I thought I told you that he won't stop. I thought I told you that he won't stop. Niggas is sleeping on the Sacramento Kings. Like, I've been saying this. Like, this is a very good team. Well coached. Deep roster. I mean, they're going against the defending champs right now. It's gonna be very interesting to see how that ends then just like me just like my choice jaron jackson ended up winning the 2022 2023 nba defensive player of the year officially big 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 news i mean he was the league leader in shot blocking i kind of knew that there he was gonna win i picked him to win so that's not surprising on no wavelengths here Bad news for the Miami Heat. Uh Tyler Hero to undergo surgery on Friday. Uh, well, he underwent surgery Friday for those two broken fingers. So he's gonna be out for the playoffs unless the Miami Heat make the finals, and that's a big loss for Miami. But Miami seems to be holding it down without him. We'll get to that in uh the game four coverage. A little bit later on this week. Then we got Mike Brown winning the 2022-2023 NBA Coach of the Year. Well-deserved. Long overdue. Mike Brown's one of the most underrated coaches in basketball right now. He caught a lot of flack for not being a good coach all these years. But he has nothing but championships, though. As an assistant, he went to the finals as a head coach. He's won championships as an assistant with San Antonio and the Golden State Warriors. So winning follows him everywhere he goes. Then we got Malcolm Brogdon winning the sixth man of the year. I knew the media was going to pick him because I felt like Tyrese and Russ didn't play enough games to get certified. Meanwhile, Malcolm Brogdon was the sixth man of the year all season did not make many starts, so I completely understand, even though, you know, Tyrese Maxey and Russell Westbrook were uh, eligible, I mean, obviously, Bobby Portis played six-man the entire year up until this point, I mean, those are my choices as well, but um, Brogdon definitely deserves it, I don't have no, nothing against him winning. As a matter of fact, I'm actually happy for uh, Malcolm Brogdon. Nick Nurse finally fired. Well, I'm going to say this. Nick Nurse is not a bad coach. I just feel like what's going on in Toronto is not working, so they have to rebuild that team. And it starts with a new philosophy, It does. We got a lot to get into today, so get your motherfucking popcorn ready. But Nick Nurse has overstayed his welcome, and this was a disappointing season for the Raptors. You would think they would have enough to at least get out of the play-in, but that simply just didn't happen. They lost to the Bulls, who have been an even more disappointing team with three All-Stars technically. But, yeah, I mean, Nick Nurse only got that 2019 championship because of Kawhi Leonard and Kyle Lowry. Without their leadership, that team was toast. I mean, Siakam's not a number one option. He's a complimentary piece to a number one option. Fred VanVleet's been too inconsistent. Scottie Barnes is good. I feel like he's the future of the Raptors, and I feel like they should build around him. I feel like all, everybody should be traded out of Toronto except Scotty Barnes, Siakam included. That way, Scotty Barnes could grow into the number one option that experts, you know, told him to be. Now, before we get to these Game 3s and New Music Fridays and all that shit, I am sick and tired of being sick and tired. What's up with all these injuries? You got Giannis gone. No timetable when he's going to return. You got Tyler Hero injured. You got Kawhi Leonard with no timetable for his return. This is just so sad. I feel bad for Kawhi, but then again, I don't. This is like, what are you doing? Like, what's going on? I really think that load management has killed basketball. Because maybe I was spoiled growing up and watching Kobe go against Dirk. And and Steve Nash and Amari Stoudemire. And you know what I mean? And just watching Tim Duncan and the Spurs go against Kobe. And all of their guys were healthy. Kobe and Shaq and... The, the, the Detroit Pistons, you know what I'm saying? You got the Golden State Warriors with Baron Davis and those guys. You got Carmelo. The Wild Wild West with KG and them. The Houston Rockets with Yao with T-Mac, even though Yao and T-Mac were always hurt. Them was the only niggas that was always hurt. Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, Yao Ming, and T-Mac. Them was the only niggas. What's up with all these big superstars? These are supposed to be top five players and all that shit. Top ten niggas and all that. And they all hurt. Tyler Hero. Ew. Hurt. What's up with this shit, man? I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired. Because in order to be the best, you got to compete against the best. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just tired of this shit. I really am. It's just like... Nobody wants to fucking train. Nobody wants to go to practice. Nobody wants to get better. Nobody is putting forth defensive effort. Like, I'm tired of this shit. Like, for real, all these motherfuckers, man. Like, I'm really tired of this shit, dude. Like, we got to find a way to make this game better. You got to get rid of load management. Because the cats that I grew up watching they used to play 82 games and withstand a lot of pause, a lot of physicality I mean I hate to sound like to get off my lawn nigga but I'm gonna have to be because I'm sick of this shit like I wanna see Kawhi go against Kevin Durant I wanna see Giannis going against Jimmy Butler I want to see the Warriors at full strength go against the Sacramento Kings like I'm seeing now. And it's just sad, man. It's just sad. A sad reality. But we're going to get to New Music Fridays because if I stay on this topic, I'll fuck around and drown out and we'll be here for like an hour and a half. But let's get to Swiss beats, man. Swiss Beats dropped an EP, Hip Hop 50 Volume 2. I guess this is the sequel to the uh EP that Mass Appeal, Nas's Record Company, um put out because they had Hip Hop 50 Volume 1 with DJ Premier production. Now they got it with Swiss. So Nas' Mass Appeal is doing a thing. Gotta give credit where credit is due out here in these streets, man. The opening track, Run Away with Nas, it's incredible, man, because Nas talks about, like, his life, you know, how he could have been a better father to his daughter. You know, he speaks on a lot of subjects, man, and it's a pretty decent record to start off the album with. This shit right here with Lil Wayne Boy, man. I mean, it's everything that the title... Suggest because Little Wayne sounded like 2008 2009. Lil Wayne on this record, I gotta give Lil Wayne some credit here. Although I've criticized Lil Wayne over the years for being overrated, he doesn't sound overrated on that motherfucker. So I gotta give Wheezy F Baby his credit. Take him out with Scarlip, Jadakiss, and Benny the Butcher. This is fire the onyx sample this is just like real hip-hop city sounds like featuring bandman real and fabio foreign not my cup of tea this shit is kind of mid to me didn't care for this song at all say less with a boogie and little dirk this is the worst song on here like this is terrible a boogie with the hoodie did not fit this record I'm sorry. They could have got somebody else. Like, A Boogie with the Hoodie kind of ruined the momentum of this record. Lil Dirk had a cold little verse. His part just didn't fit. He could have used that on a different song. um, featuring Jay Electronica. Dr. Umar Electronica does okay. It's just okay. Nothing special. All in all, I liked... Some of the songs don't get it twisted I mean Hip Hop 50 Volume 2 Was not better than Hip Hop 50 Volume 1 I will say that But it's not a horrible project By no means I definitely enjoyed this shit From top to bottom though It was alright It's just those two records That I just wasn't feeling The J Electronica track Wasn't that bad But you know I don't want to hear that Ishman Umaro Hakamada ha, ass shit. You know what I mean? Man, you, you better get out of here with that Black Power shit. That shit gets dope there in this rock. <laughs> but all in all, I mean, Hip Hop Fifty Volume Two was solid. Now let's get into this. Lloyd Banks. Lloyd Banks dropped his new sequel to his album, uh, The Course of the Inevitable. This is Volume Three. I was excited to hear that he was dropping a uh, course of the inevitable uh volume 3. I think it's a dope record. Pieces of my pain. We go get into it, man. Pieces of my pain. This was all right. I like this. This was cool. Onyx AMG, I don't know why I was kind of disappointed in this. Maybe I was expecting something. Money machine good album filler cliffhanger that was a banger love cliffhanger 101 razors with method Man. oh my god these are two of the uh what we could consider the two top 50 lyricists of all time for sure going at it movie scenes was a banger love movie scenes open gates decent album filler LSD featuring Botto, pretty good. Not mad at this one at all. Voices, another album filler, but it's not ass or anything like that. Red Alert featuring 38 Special Tony Ayo. It's good to hear Tony Ayo on the track, man. Good to hear him. Keys to Success, another decent introspective album filler. Automatic Pilot with Dave Easton Botto. definitely one of my favorite songs on this album. Invisible, it was okay. Daddy's Little Girl, really great record. Great introspective record. Showers was really good. Deceitful Intentions with Cormega, The Closer, incredible. I mean, Cormega was rapping from, like, the perspective of maybe a poet, so to speak. And both was kicking great game. All in all, the course of the inevitable pieces of my pain, this is a good album, man. It's not the best album of the year, but Lloyd Banks shows that he is a quality veteran MC. He still got it. He still can wrap his ass off when need be. And I salute Lloyd Banks for continuing on keeping on with the keeping on now let's get to these game threes i know y'all tired of waiting i know y'all know i know i know the last game three was last night and i saw some of these i saw some of these game threes man They stretched game three the fuck out, didn't they? Like throughout all the days of, of, of last week. Sixers and Nets, game three. As the Philadelphia 76ers edged Brooklyn out at home to take a 3-0 lead on the Brooklyn Nets. 102-97. to Tyrese, they did it. I mean, Joel Embiid injured himself in this game. I mean, but, I mean, he did contribute 14 and 10. Tyrese Massey was the big star of this game, 25 points. James Harden had 21 points. Tobias Harris had 15 points and 7 rebounds. Michael Bridges, Macal Bridges did all that he could, man. That poor kid, man, he's out there by himself. 26 points, 6 rebounds, 5 assists. I mean, he did get a little bit of help. Ben he had 20 points. Cam Johnson at 17. Nicholas Claxton had 18. Still couldn't finish the job, though. Very unfortunate for Brooklyn to be in a 3-0 hole. The niggas in my TikTok comments, you late. You late. Shut your bitch ass up. Anyway, we're going to get to game three. Golden State in Sacramento has Golden State. You know, I was watching this shit, man. It was an incredible game. I definitely enjoyed myself. As the Golden State Warriors took game 3, 114-97 against the Sacramento Kings, Aaron Fox almost had a triple-double, y'all. 26-9-9. I mean, Fox had a great game, dude. Definitely enjoyed this game, it was very fun to watch, very entertaining. I was focused, babe. I was focused, man. Then you had DeMontis Sabonis with 15 points, 16 rebounds. But didn't get much help from the bench. Like Malik Monk was held to only four points. He'd been very crucial in the two home games. Harrison Barnes even showed up with 17 points of his own. But Golden State at home is just a different team, my boy. Like, you had Andrew Wiggins, 20 points. Kevon Looney had four points, but he had 20 20 rebounds and nine assists, playing the Draymond Green role better than Draymond. As Draymond Green was suspended for his actions in Game 2, where he got into a little confrontation with DeMontis Sabonis, as Jermontis Sabonis grabbed his leg, and you know, he hurt Draymond's leg, ankle. I mean, and Draymond Green promptly, in Draymond Green fashion, a town stomp. Do the a town stomp. A <laughs> town stomp this nigga shit. Draymond, a wild boy. I swear to God, that nigga is wild. Golden State had, uh, and then Steph Curry, 36 points. Jesus. Jordan Poole had 16 points. Moses Booty, Bowden Booty, Booty, Booty Booty, Little Uzi. That nigga had 13 points off the bench. So yeah, just great contribution from all the Warriors in this one. Suns and the Clippers. Oh, man. No Kawhi Leonard for the first time, man. That's tough. As the Phoenix Suns edged out the uh, Los Angeles Clippers 129 to 124, Devin Booker had 45 points. This was a Devin Booker masterclass, And KD contributed 28 points of his own. Torrey Craig had 15 points. Yo, Torrey Craig Hey, yo, man, whoever was in my comments that said we have Tory Craig, you know what I'm saying? You was right about Tory Craig, my boy. I got to give the uh, people who comment on my TikTok some credit because Tory Craig has shown up in this series. He's been big for the Phoenix Suns. Norman Powell had 42 points. Crazy. Russell Westbrook had 30 points, 8 rebounds, and 12 assists. Bones Highland at 20 points. But well, I guess they just couldn't finish the job and get the job done. And the great words of Big Daddy Kane. That's Big Daddy Kane. <laughs> but all y'all motherfuckers talk is shit about Russell Westbrook. Y'all talk all this shit about Russ. Like he wasn't shit anymore. He was washed up. He needed to retire. And Russell Westbrook has proven his doubters and critics wrong he still can play basketball but he just needed the right situation to bring the best up out of him and he would him going back to LA to play for the Clippers this is resurrecting his career I actually think that Russell Westbrook could go out and get paid right now I think that Russell Westbrook is going to get a, bit, a major payday this, this year uh, next year because he's already got, he you know, he was on, the, uh, he already got bought out by the Utah Jazz. He got his money. He's on the veterans minimum contract, which is three mil. He got the 41 million that was, on, the 40, 41 million that was on his contract back. So shout out to Russell Westbrook, man, for playing well in this series, resurrecting his career. now Let's move on to more game threes. You know, we got to do eight of them. All right, game three, Boston and Atlanta, Atlanta ended up snatching a game. I watched a majority of this game, you know what I'm saying, 130 to 122 as the Atlanta Hawks take game three. I knew they were going to win a game. I don't know if they're going to win anymore. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It might be over for them, but who knows? Atlanta possibly could. Snatch game, uh, game, uh, four. You never know. As the Hawks beat the Celtics 130 to 122, I seen the game and I just feel like Boston was bullshitting too much and they underestimated their opponent. As the backcourt of Murray and Young scored 57 points. As Murray had 25 points, Trey Young had 32 points, 9 assists. Atlanta got maximum effort from their bench. As Bogdan Bogdanovich had 15 points, Sadiq Bay had 15 points, Jalen Johnson had 10 points off the bench. Jalen Brown uh, was struggling this game. He only, I mean, he shot it well from the field, but I guess he just wasn't aggressive enough in this game. My thoughts. I mean, Tatum was aggressive. Yo, I watched that first half. Like, Tatum has been a monster in this series. 29 points, 10 rebounds. Marcus Smart had 24 points and 8 assists. Malcolm Brogdon, 17 points on the bench. Grant Williams, 14 Off the bench. I guess the Celtics underestimated the Hawks in this game. I think that's why they lost. The New York Knicks protected home court as they won their game. Yeah, Cleveland's been kind of disappointing. Like, I expected a little bit more out of these guys. I really did, as the New York Knicks. Yo, the Cleveland Cavaliers were awful in Game 3, as they only scored 79 points. It's my kind of game, y'all, under 100. I miss those days, man, and the New York Knicks was playing some defense, as they defeated the Cleveland Cavaliers 99-79. My God. Donovan Mitchell did everything that he could, but Darius Garland was awful, 4 of 21, He played like complete stir fried shit. Garland needs to get it, it, needed to get it together. You know, they, I mean, Karis LaVert started, but they got no contribution from their bench. Zero, in the great words of Chris Brown zero contribution from their bench. Yeah, that was just an awful game by the Cavs. Game three, as the Denver Nuggets defeated the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves 120 to 111. Man, I mean, the Denver Nuggets proved me wrong. But then again, it's the Timberwolves. I mean, we gotta see them when they play some actual competition. Because these guys are not it. It should have been the Pelicans. I think that would have been a way better series. I think the Pelicans could have took the Nuggets seven. That's just me. But uh, Jamal Murray showed up as usual. When does he not show up in the playoffs? Oh, damn. As Michael Porter Jr. was the star of this game, 25 points. Nikola Jokic with his normal triple-double, 20 points, 11 rebounds, 12 assists. Jamal Murray had 18 points, six rebounds, nine assists. Carl Anthony Towns actually showed up this game. Anthony Edwards had 36, seven and five. Carl Anthony Towns, 27 points. Again, man, benches are important in the playoffs. I mean, the Nuggets had six niggas in double figures for crying out loud. I mean, these niggas was balling, my boy. Let's move on to Saturday's Game 3s. You know, Game 4s will be uh ready to go in a couple of days. I know a couple of people played some Game 4s and somebody got sent home. We'll tell you who that is later on this week. But Saturday's Game 3s, the Miami Heat... Took a 2-1 lead over the Milwaukee Bucks without Giannis. Middleton had 23 points, all that he could. Uh, Drew Holiday had 19, but not much contribution from the other guys. I mean, the Milwaukee Bucks all season, their bench has been very crucial to a lot of their wins. And it's got to be disappointing as the Bucks' season may end because of the uh, contributions from the Miami Heat. Like, I only uh, caught the second half of the game because I was just coming home from Texas. But, um, I mean, if the Milwaukee Bucks could tie this series, maybe they could get up out of there in seven games, and maybe they could get Giannis back for the second round. Lord willing. But playoff Jimmy Butler is a motherfucker. Thirty. 30- Points. Bam at a buyout. Twelve points, eleven rebounds. Then the bench. Duncan Robinson finally earning some of that 90 million that he got paid. So he scored 20 points, shot five or six from three. Kyle Lowry had 15 points off the bench. Caleb Martin showing up. 12 points, 11 rebounds. They got solid contributions from their bench. Meanwhile, Milwaukee got little to no help from their bench. They ought to be disappointed in themselves. Now let's move on to the last game. The last game three, the Grizzlies disappointed as they ended up losing in L.A. 111-101 as L.A. protected home court. As they should, they stole a road game in Memphis. Ja Morant returned, and in return he did, with 45 points, 9 rebounds, 13 assists. Shout out to, to Ja Murder. Shout out to 12, man. He came back. His hand fucked up. And the nigga put up 45 big ones, man. Pause that. But still, Sean Moran had 45 points and they still lost. Well, that was only because the first half, the Grizzlies only had 37 points to the Lakers 57 points or 50, 53. They only scored nine points in the first quarter. That's to be the lowest playoff total in American history. you got to be disappointed in that performance in the first half. And they spent their time playing like the Lakers, playing catch-up. Playing catch-up does not work in the playoffs. And I told y'all, Memphis is going to fuck off a couple of games being dumb. But Ja wasn't dumb. He was. He came to play. It's just the other guys just didn't show up. And that's what, what my fear was with the uh, Memphis Grizzlies is those other guys are not consistent jump shot shooters. I mean, Jaron Jackson can shoot, but it's not consistent. Desmond Bain can shoot, but it's just not consistent. That's what I kind of worried about in that series. Just an inconsistent shooting for me. But you got to give the Los Angeles Lakers some credit. As you got to give LeBron James some credit. You want to know why? Because Dylan Brooks was talking shit. He could have baited LeBron into trying to score 40. But LeBron's best bet was not to do that. And to just feed his superstar in AD. And AD had 31 points and 17 rebounds. Let me tell you something. I told many people this. If Anthony Davis is healthy, he's the best player in the world. But it's those injuries that kind of take him out of that top 10 conversation because it's irritating, especially to the Lakers fans. You got contribution from D'Angelo Russell. He had 17.7 assists. LeBron had 25 points. Rui Hashimura, 16 points. That Japanese Negro, man. That motherfucker can play, boy. That nigga can play. And Rui Hashimura has been excellent. And AR-15 and Austin Reeves has been great. But I have a feeling that the Memphis Grizzlies are going to tie this series at two. I think they're going to steal one in Atlanta. And to retake... I mean, not Atlanta, but... uh, They're going to steal another one in LA. And return to Memphis. Tied two to two. And they're going to get their shit together. Because Ja Morant to return put up that type of performance you got to pat uh 12 on the back for that but uh that is my show i appreciate y'all for coming through and fucking with me on this sunday afternoon thank you and have a nice day king no and sister game three talk let's go